Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Oh, I know. That's much better. I know. <laughs> the microphone is on my chest. Microphone is on my chest. I don't know where I was going with I, that. I, I don't either. I don't know. Doja Cat has been in my head for the past four days. Why? Because she's great. I mean, fair, but... But she's eh. also been trending with a lot of trends on TikTok. Has she? She has. Or is that just your For You page? Here, here, here's the show. Talk to the Nerd, a podcast about the hobbies your heart most desires. My name is Ryan Hall. And my name is Kid. Welcome to the show. Kid, where is Richard, you may ask? Where is that lovable Mr. Lasko? Where is he? That beautiful, red-chinned son of a bitch. Um, Yeah? (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) He's not here. Where is that lovely, high-pitched voice of his? Well, it's Not got great. COVID is yeah. what it's got. That's who he is right now. He is Mr. COVID. Mr. COVID. Go get some rest. <laughs> <Doo, doo, doo. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So he's out this yeah. week. So you've got our lovely voices this time around. How are you doing, kid? Stressed, depressed, and a lemon zest. Stressed. <laughs> What does a lemon zest have to do with that? It just rhymes. And well, it's sour. Yeah, I... Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Stress, depressed, lemon zest. So instead of saying, you know, I'm worn out, I'm sad, and, you know, I'm sour towards the world, it's just a whole bunch of rhymes yeah. that we have to now dilute and translate I'm just into what we actually I don't know what to tell you. mean. I feel like there's a lot of phrases that nobody knows what they mean anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah and we're just all living with it and we don't want to say anything about it it's just there yep just just here like uh don't have a cow oh yeah like what does that mean no idea what is that i know that means like don't be mad but don't have a cow like <clears throat> i guess i would be mad if i went to use the restroom and a whole cow came out of my ass Cow, get I, out of my I, ass! I, I think you'd be dead, but but I I would die. I, I don't think you'd be having. I don't think you'd have enough time to be mad. No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would just be mad. Sure. So, um, so we had you on the show two weeks ago. Yeah. And I, we didn't really ask you anything. You just kind of popped up and was part of the show. When we, when you think nerd, you know. And and you apply it to yourself. What are you What are you nerdy about? Like, what are your like big Yikes. things um, when it comes to being a nerd? Obviously, one thing you know, D and D. That's always been D and D's. Yeah, uh, mythology definitely. Love the Percy Jackson books. Pretty much raised on those. Um. Yeah, I'm about to have to read the first one because the new series is coming out. Yeah. What is it? December. 
10th? Something like that. December 10th, December 12th, something like that. Um, let's see. It'll take me like a few seconds. So you grew up on the Percy Jackson books. That has a lot to do with, well, especially now, the uh, Greek mythology and Egyptian mythology and Norse mythology, right? Yes. So It starts with Greek. It starts with Greek, moves into Roman, and then there's a spinoff of Norse. Wait, Greek and Roman is, is different? I thought Greek and Roman mythology shared. So they do. Okay. Uh, so mytho- so the funny part about Roman mythology, pretty much after the Roman Empire took over Greece, they kind of just adopted mm-hmm. all of the mythology and just changed the names and then kind of changed up some like little things here and there. So like uh, Kronos changed to Saturn, Kronos the god of time, the titan of time, oh. became the, t- the uh, Saturn, the titan of time and harvest. Like, it, it's just, God's got a little different, uh, things kind of did change, just a tad bit, um, but overall, the mythologies are pretty similar. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, they go from, technically, they go from Greek to Roman, and then from Roman to Egyptian, or to Norse? So, Egyptian and Norse are two separate spin-off series. They don't okay, actually okay. include Percy Jackson himself, but uh, the Cain Chronicles, which is the Egyptian one, is a great one made by Rick Riordan. I recommend it. Uh, and ooh. he's he's directly involved with the uh, yes, show that's dropping on Disney Plus, right? Directly involved, and yeah. I'm so happy oh, to hear that because he was not when it came to the movies that we don't talk about. Um, I enjoyed the movies. You could you can enjoy the movies. You didn't read the books. Nah, so. that's fair. Those who, those of us who read the books did not like the movies. Mm, yeah. 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 But. Uh, Back to the, the the Kane Chronicles. Really great story. Loved it. Read it when I was younger. It's been a while since I've read it. It's a three parts. It's a three book series. Uh, nothing crazy. Nothing long. Uh, great read. And then I personally haven't read the Norse uh, spinoff yet. Mm. I'm planning on it. I just haven't had enough time to go through it. I feel like that'll be really intense. Oh yeah. I feel it, like Norse mythology is very intense. Very intense. Oh yeah. Uh, I will say uh, it. The main character is the cousin. I believe the cousin of Annabeth Chase, which is the girlfriend of Mm, Percy Jackson. Okay. uh, Which, if they do end up including all of the Kane Chronicles and then the Norse mythology and everything and adapt it later on, they'll be having a lot to do for a while. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This will be awesome. Yeah. So, what is it about mythology? And I guess I should ask this first which of the mythologies do you are you most drawn to? Well, I, I have a special place in my heart for Greek mythology only yeah. because that was the first mythology I was actually exposed to. Uh, I grew up religious, so because of that, I kind of got curious and started reading more about with different uh, religions, mythologies, and stuff like that. And with that, it kind of just grew from there. I kind of just spread out from there. But I will say, Greek mythology holds a special place only because it's like the first one that I actually started researching, looking into. And it was one of my favorite memories when it goes back to looking on Greek mythology is uh, 10th grade. We were having in our world history class, we were having a test about Greek mythology. And it was one of those uh, class tests where he was kind of just asking us questions and whoever could answer them can answer them. And so uh, when when we hit the mythology portion, I was just answering, answering, answering. (laughs) And there was this one point where the teacher looked at me and said, no, you got that wrong. It was about Aphrodite and her birth. Oh. And the thing about Aphrodite's birth is it's very... 
it, it, it has too many, a lot of stories, and there's not 100% sure where Aphrodite right, came from, right. but based off of everything, based off the main widely known mythology uh, story, I'll, from what I understand, she's born from Oranus, which is the primordial god of the sky. And so, with that, by technicality, she's technically supposed to be a titan. But she wasn't born until the gods' age, and so she be, she was put into the gods. But there's also speculation that she's the daughter of Kronos, or the daughter of Zeus, or the daughter of Poseidon, because she came out of sea foam. There's so many different things that you could have uh, you can give. And my teacher was basing it basing his thing off of the uh, story that she was born from, I believe, Kronos, mm, which okay. made her one of the. Olympians, which no matter what, she's one of the Olympians. But by technicality, the Kronos one isn't really widely known or referenced when it comes to her birth. And so when I told him that he did not like that, he was not happy. So he actually told me to prove it. And so I just pulled out my Chromebook and researched right in front of him and pr- pulled up like seven different links that showed the other stories. Yeah. Uh, specifically the one I referenced, which is the RNS. Uh, and yet yeah, guys don't, don't question my, my, how I say, say the God's names. Cause I, th- I find it hilarious hard. whenever a professor says, prove it. It's like, why are you asking right for disappointment? Right. Like, because if I can't prove it, you're just trying to embarrass me in front of the entire class. Yeah. But if then I, if I do prove it, now you're kind of like mad at me. You've caught yourself in a catch twenty two. Like, yeah. yeah, it's not really it's <laughs> it's a lose lose situation for everybody. Don't put us in this situation. But he did. So and Greek mythology is where you started. Yes. Which one are you more drawn to? Ooh, that's a hard one. Uh, mm. I think kind of just changes over the years because lately yeah. I've been a lot more into Norse mythology just I, because it's, it's yeah. come up a lot more in media and stuff like that. Well, it makes sense because you and I are going through Assassin's Creed Odyssey right now. Yeah, but that's a lot more Greek. It's I mean. a lot of Greek. Well, yes. that's what, where I was going with that was right now it makes it makes sense that we would be in to Greek mythology at the point at this point. Oh yeah. But once we start going through the Assassin's Creed series and we hit mm. Origins, we're going to be really into the Egyptian mythology, oh, yeah. which I want to learn more about mm-hmm. Egyptian mythology oh, yeah. because it's yeah. it's so our friend uh, our Twitch friend Makachu um, is really into uh, Egyptian mm-hmm. lore in general. Oh yeah. Uh, but then once we're done with Origins, we have Valhalla, which uh, focuses on Norse mythology. Oh yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I I, I love history in in general to a point um especially when it comes to the unnatural i will say i've always been more focused on the mythology and religion so history is not my strong suit at all <laughs> that the, that uh test where he was t- asking us about the, the mythologies was the only time i ever participated in this was, class is there any time period in our world that you like hyper focused on for whatever reason because mine was the Revolutionary War. For whatever reason, that's I, fun. I was that kid at 12 years old who was reading like historical fiction and and histories about George Washington and Lafayette and Dwight Eisenhower or whatever his name was. Oh yeah. And and, and um 
and I watched Liberty's Kids. I don't know if you've seen Liberty's Kids. I have not. It is so good. <laughs> it is so good. Liberty's Kids is an incredible portrayal of the Revolutionary War. It takes place of a three teenagers. One is French, one is American, and one is British. And their mentors are Benjamin Franklin. Oh, God. And a free slave. Jeez. And it is amazing. I'll it have is to incredible. Check it out. And then throughout the series, you know, you meet Benedict Arnold, you meet George Washington, you meet Lafayette, um, which, you know, plot twist at the end, uh, the little French boy is taken by Lafayette back to France. And, you know, he was so happy to finally go back to France and oh, all yeah. that jazz. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you get to see like the turmoil of I I, I I can't remember what his name was. It might have been uh like Samuel or Samson or something like that. Um, but you know, we, we get to see like what happens when people like confront him about whether he was a slave or not and him showing the papers and them not believing the papers or yeah. him losing the papers and that being a detrimental thing to him and uh it just everything was done so well. So well, and when it was airing on PBS Kids, um, you don't get to see it anymore. But in between scenes, they would have George, Wa- uh, not George Washington, Benjamin Franklin in front of a, like he was doing the weather. Oh, God. so he was in front of a screen showing the weather of whatever was happening during that time period that they were covering. It was the coolest shit ever. That's interesting. It was the coolest thing, and so I really got off on that learning about how they did everything, how they did the newspaper, where electricity was at the time, and and the instruments that they used, and and just the tragedy of Benedict Arnold, and all that jazz. Yeah, I don't think I ever hyper-focused on a specific time period. I think I was always just so hyper-focused on mythology itself that I didn't really care about what what was happening around... Honestly, that make yeah, yeah. I I, I, was, I was always more focused on the mythology. You can ask anyone who's oh, known yeah. me for a long time. Like the amount of you, you've heard me. The amount of random mythology facts I can just bring up out of nowhere. Like my my mythology growing up was Aesop's Fables. Hmm. Yeah, little different, little, little different, different. But there's some Hercules in there, so yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Aesop's Fables. You know the story of the shoes that fit to your feet that you couldn't take off. The story of the string that, when pulled, you go forward in time, and then he loses out on all the small moments in his life. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I never, I never. Oh, heard. they're so good. I'll have to check that out. Aesop's too. Aesop's Fables is so like if you want a lesson from what you're being told from the story, then you're going to get one. You know, and it's all about appreciation of either your own gifts or appreciation of life or the the consequences of your actions. Oh, yeah. And, okay. I, I, like, I, I, I think M's got a book in here of all all the Aesop's fables, but that's that's what I grew up on. Fun. They were, they were great. I really enjoyed them. I wish I could remember, you know, 90% of them, but... Yeah. And then yeah. there's me who would just pop up and tell, tell someone, like, yeah, <laughs> Zeus turned into a swan, went to China, and fucked a princess. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just the yeah. random facts that I know, that random different stories from mm-hmm. mythologies that I know. Yep. Like, it's just, it, I, yeah. Yep. So it was that. It was history. It was Aesop's fables. Um, and then the other thing was just uh, uh, Bible stories. Because I yeah, did, a, I did a lot of, you know, a Bible reading and, and writing about it and 
um, some memory uh, ver- uh, verse memorization. Yeah, I was never into verse mem- memorization. I so. couldn't. Like, there was definitely verses that I could memorize, but my mom would try her damnedest to to do her best to drill into me, and I just it's could not, not memorize long periods of scripture. I just, I just couldn't could, do I couldn't it. memorize a verse. Forget about long periods of scripture. Yeah. Like, I don't know how people just pop up Leviticus. Yeah, da, da, da. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I where can't. Where the hell I did you pull this? Like, I could tell you every story. That's a, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm very like of the opinion that that's, that's a gift. And oh, if you oh, don't yeah. have that gift, oh, yeah. then, you know, it's just about, <laughs> you know, it talks about like, I, I keep your word in my heart so that all that jazz. And, and I, I like that. It's just, I have a hard time memorizing. So, yeah. you know, remembering certain stories and remembering how things go, I'm not going to be able to say it word for word, but you know, I get the but concept you get the ge- down, the gist, right? you yeah. know, you know, so like I-, I was the same way I was raised in church. So pretty much I know the stories from the Bible. Damn near like the back of my hand. Do you have a favorite verse? No. No, because you can't memorize for shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't have a favorite verse. I mean, there was one verse that I like, I think it was John 15, five. John 55? It's a good verse. Which one is that? No idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> my Bible's yeah, out of, I, I, outside I can... the recording room, but... John 15.5? Yeah, I believe it's John 15.5. It's, it's, is it the same book as John 3.16, or is that like 1st, 2nd, 3rd John? Uh, no, it's just John. Welcome to our Bible John chapter podcast. 15, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so this was just one that I got that I was that someone at Pine Cove, which is a Christian camp, mm-hmm. uh, tried to. So they try to get us to memorize a verse every day, and I was like, I can't memorize a verse in a month. Forget every about day, it. yeah. So so they would be kid, and they would give you prizes if you could memorize a verse. Incentives, yeah, love that. But like, I'm sorry, I can't memorize a verse in a month. Forget about a verse in a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I worked hard at it, I could probably get it down in like now. With that, de- with with dedication, that I know I could put to it. I could probably take a verse and memorize it in three days. But then yeah, when I start memorizing maybe. other verses, I'm gonna start forgetting yeah. the first couple that I've memorized. Yeah. So this one, John fifteen five says, "I am the vine; ye are the branch. Uh, he that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth Get that forth old English. much fruit. Uh, for without me, ye can do nothing." Ye ye. Yee yee. Uh, no. I do like that one. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. I, I'll never memorize it again. <laughs> mine mine is going to have to be Proverbs um, 3. Proverbs. Yeah, I think it's 3, verse 5 through 6. I, I, you're you going to be tested. <laughs> uh, pull up the. Um, I already got it. It's not going to. Well, okay. The one I memorized is not that translation, but. It's not the same translation. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understandings. And in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Those are my favorite You two. got everything except like that last bit. Which was? Damn near word for word. Well, oh, you okay. got everything word for word except that last one. They said, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on, not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths right." Okay, yeah, or straight. So, He'll make so your paths yeah. straight. It again depends on the translation. My translation is, "And He will direct your path." Yeah, but like, 
I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we could sit here and memorize. It's, it's so weird because there's stuff like that that you know we can't memorize, but we could sit here and and spit lore and lore and lore about like it's just how Captain our brains America are and Iron Man and oh, don't Bakugo get me started. and don't Midoriya get me started. <laughs> and just like different animes and comics and video games. But I think it's more of the diff- the like how much we are willing. I think to, so. Because we were kind and and here's the thing. I'm not speaking for anyone but myself. Right. But I was more kind of raised in the church, so I didn't really get a choice if I was in a church or not. I was just <laughs> in the church. Yeah. So, I, like, at that time... It's just, my mom told me to be here, so I'm here, so I'm just do whatever. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, but, like, all, like, Captain America, Iron Man, Bakugo, Midoriya, all that, I, got, I know that because, you know, I willingly sat there and watched everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I can tell you from Iron Man first movie to... Infinity Wars because I really haven't watched since Infinity War. Well, Endgame. Uh, mm. I can't. I could tell you damn near everything that happened. But if you ask me to to quote the Bible word for word, we gonna be sitting <laughs> here for a while because I'm not doing that. <laughs> I hope you grab some <laughs> some lunchables. <laughs> I hope you got some food for the next three days because we gonna be sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> you saying Kool Aid because I'm black? No! <laughs> what? You sure? Hey, you're the one who said Kool-Aid. <laughs> I love Kool-Aid. It's been too long since I've had Kool-Aid. Uh, you jerk. I mean, it was it was low-hanging fruit. It was right I there. didn't want to say Capri Sun because sometimes Lunchables come with a Capri Sun. And it's like cliche to do Lunchables at Capri Sun. So well, I went to the next thing. Lunchables Kool-Aid. and Capri Suns are just like the go-to. Only Fruit Punch. I mean, I the rest are garbage. I'm sorry. We need to stop. That's a personal preference. And talk about Capri Sun. That's a personal preference. I have preference. seen the Kiwi Strawberry. I've I seen like Pacific the Kiwi Cooler. Strawberry. I've seen Fruit Punch. And I have seen Lemonade. I have tried all four of these. And Lemonade, out of these yeah. four, Strawberry lemon, uh, strawberry Kiwi is good. Yes. It's okay. Fruit Punch is incredible. Well, yeah. The Lemonade is weak garbage. You, I will not drink that. That one, I don't... It's not great. And then you have Pacific Cooler, which is the classic end-all, be-all Capri Sun that will save the universe from the Armageddon that is Cthulhu. And it's just not. It's just garbage. It's garbage. No, no, no. It's not that bad. You're overselling how garbage it is. It's not My brain says Pacific Cooler, and I say Silencio Bruno. Okay? Like, this shit... That sounds like like a personal problem. I don't know what to tell you. It is, and it should be more of a personal problem for other people. But it's not. But it, it should be. But it's not. But I'm saying it should be. Why? Because Pacific Cooler is garbage. For you. For It should be for everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly it's still being sold, so people like it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, they would have discontinued it if they if people genuinely didn't like it. And don't get me wrong. I'm Listen. not saying it's the best flavor or anything. I'm just saying people like that flavor. There's a lot of people who I've known who will go, hey, I want a Pacific Cooler. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I'll get the variety pack and give you the ones I don't want, meaning those. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what ends up happening. We get the variety pack. Emmeline has all the Pacific coolers. I have all the fruit punches. Yeah. It, if his it, wife it heard what he was saying just now, that'll be blaspheme. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, because I don't think like she likes fruit punch, but it's not her thing. Like I mean, yeah, but that's just how everybody is. Everyone's different. Yeah. So some things that you don't like, people, other people are gonna like, and some things that other people don't like, you're gonna like. <laughs> Do you have a wild combination of food that that you like? 
feel like I've seen one before from you. Well, the issue is, like, half the things that I eat I don't think are wild because, like, I'm from, my family's from Africa, man. We eat raw meat. That's just casual for us. Yeah. You gotta remember, like, we don't... Like, I can tell you what's, like, wild for for your standards or for y'all's standards, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> for y'all, what you mean? No. No, uh, I, I meant that. <laughs> you know exactly what I meant by that. So, so... Give me one. Raw meat. Okay, you just said that but one. But am I wrong? No, Ben. But, well, <laughs> kind of. Uh, there. I mean, uh, we live with Anthony, who has been on the show before, uh, during our Norse mythology episode. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, no, he'll eat raw meat. Yeah, I know. He, he, he says, all right, I want you to lightly sear it on both ends and then put it on my plate. Like, yeah, see, he's at least still asking for a sear. Eh. When we put it on our plate, it he is said, He says it's only because that's what's socially acceptable. We take the <laughs> we take the beef, we warm it so the bacteria dies, and then we just cut it into a cube and take it like bite it like an apple. You're still cooking it. There's no sear on it. It is red. It is red. But you've killed all the bacteria on it. I mean, you've yeah. cooked it a little bit. Barely. It's not. It's raw. not even cooking. It's no. It's raw. It's raw. I mean, it's still good and bloody. I'm I'm assuming it's not even bloody. It's just raw. How is it not bloody, Be- because, but it's raw? Because we dry it with paper towels. We're not heathens. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, I guess Anthony would be a heathen then, because if he was socially acceptable, he would just take the meat as is. I mean, that's kind of what we do. We only warm it for the bacteria. Again, warm it. Not even. There's no sear. <laughs> the color doesn't even change. It's still bright red as wild. if you just cut it out the out the meat. Like, that is wild. But it's good. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll you take your word for sprinkle it. Sprinkle a little salt on there, add I, a little I spices. Will, I will take your word for it. I'm not going to sit here and try this, That's this fair. raw meat That's fair. flavor town that you were describing. That is fair. It's not everybody's cup of tea and I'm not going to judge anyone for that. <laughs> I mean, a cup of meat is what it is. Yes. <clears throat> so. I mean, that's just... <laughs> it's just it is what it is. Circling back, yeah, I have no idea which mythology I'm like that I lean towards. That's fair. I want to say Greek, although no, I sit here and say that I don't really per- like see myself liking Norse mythology that much. But I think that's the one I lean towards. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I guess. It's just not I'm, my... I, I am surprised you don't kind of lead towards Egyptian, though. I don't know anything about That's Egyptian fair. mythology. That's fair. I feel like I might. And when we do when we play Origins, I feel like we're going to learn a lot. Yeah. I feel like we're going to learn a lot when it comes to Egyptian, Egyptian mythology. mythology. Wild. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, ra- their Ragnarok is pretty much a snake eating the sun. Jeez. Yeah. Send every that would just instantly freeze the planet. Yup. And every other planet subsequently. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. I find it wild. Another shoot off. This episode is gonna be full of rabbit holes. Oh but yeah, no, there's not gonna be one straight conversation here. Mm-mm-mm. Mars is pretty cold, isn't it? I mean, it's colder than Earth, but with how the world's been lately in this heat dome, that's not saying much. <laughs> or more so. What do you mean? Well, because if the Earth is hotter, then Mars would just be... Getting warmer. Even that much colder. Well, yeah, but it'll also be getting warmer. Oh. I don't know much about this 
heat dome, not going to lie. Well, it's just kind of fucking up the U.S., I think. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. All I know is we're the only ones complaining about it. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, the entire Middle East is and, and uh, northern Africa is already a damn near a desert, if, and there's the Sahara Desert. So, <laughs> I, yeah. So, I mean, they're already, they already in heat. I don't think they'll notice if it goes up a couple of degrees. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, it's it, so hot. It is. I hate it. We have the air conditioning off right now, and it's been off for 28 minutes and 54 seconds. And It's his fault. And, well, if we're going to record, we need to be able to record, <clears throat> you know, without sound in the background. I mean, fair. So, but if the sun went out, I guess, I guess what I was actually trying to say was that, like, I, I always grew up thinking, like, Jupiter and Mars and, and Venus and my very educated mother just, Jupiter just sold Saturn. Nope. Okay. So, Mars and Jupiter. I had yeah. to go through the whole the whole thing. Yeah, I noticed. Um, as hot. When well, they're not. No. Uh, so, uh, th- don't forget. So, the way it goes is Mercury, Venus, Earth, right, Mars, right, right, right. and then the asteroid belts. Oh, we have a whole asteroid belt between us and Mars? No, we have a whole asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Uh huh. I'm gonna double check that, but that's what I remember from science class in like third grade. Interesting. I did not know that. I knew we had an asteroid belt. Like it's just a belt of asteroids. It just circles. Yep, it's between Mars and Jupiter. Huh. The largest asteroid is Circe's. Interesting. Yeah. So we've named we've named all the asteroids that are. I doubt that. Going around. I doubt that. Hey, it's not an infinite amount of asteroids. It's a finite amount. Yes, so. it's just, it's a lot of asteroids. So how would you propose getting rid of that if we ever wanted to travel to, and, and like, colonate, like, a moon from Jupiter? Drive better. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could just go over it. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Or just, you know, drive through it very slowly. <laughs> Are they not very fast? I don't know. Do I look like an astrologist? I genuinely don't know anything. You could. Anybody can look like an astrologist. People say, do I look like... Yeah, you do, because you're a person. You look like a zoologist, kid. Are you a zoologist? No. No. You know what I look like? Ryan? No. I'd hope he looks like Ryan, because... Walmart brand reject Chris Farley. You're going to hate me. What? Uh, Who the fuck is Chris Farley? I've never seen any of his movies, so I can't fault you. <laughs> but look up his face and tell me I'm wrong. Everyone listening to this at home, look up Chris Farley, and then if you know me, I guess look up a picture of me. I'll throw one. I'll throw one for this. Okay, I'm gonna tell this to your wife so me and her can both beat your ass. What the fuck are you talking about? I look like Chris Farley. People have told me that I look like Samwise Gamgee I mean, and Blackjack and Chris Farley. Those are the three that they've compared to me. Ah. Uh. I don't know. I barely see it. And that's just because of this one picture that I see it. Yeah. But, like... Not that picture. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these pictures, you 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 pulled up the wrong pictures. I I pulled up the wrong... Sorry. Is my name Google all of a sudden? I don't... Googly. (laughs) Googly. No. I'm just defeated right now, guys. Oh, man. 
Well, what have you been up to lately? Vibing. Just vibing? Just vibing. I know you got a new job that you're looking yeah, forward to doing. Job. That's going to be on Tuesday. exciting. So, yeah. yeah, the day before this comes out, yeah. you will have been two days into your, well, day and a half. Yeah. Well, not even because the episode posts on midnight, but. So, I would have finished my first day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. You and I have been playing a lot of Subnautica lately. Yes. Can you explain what that game is? You see that planet full of water? Survive. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the basics of it. You crash land on... Your giant ship crash lands onto a planet. The... uh, You escape in an escape pod. Your goal is to survive and wait for some kind of rescue while you're building shit around yourself. I mean, that's just kind of just it. Makes sense to me. Without really spoiling anything. Without spoiling anything, yeah. Uh, I've been enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah. Uh, um, it's n- it. You start playing the game, and it starts off as, this is Subnautica. But then you put in about five hours into the game, and it's like, th- I don't... This is starting to turn into a different game. Like, the whole same thing is there going underwater mm-hmm. trying to make sure that you don't you know but people kind of think of it like Minecraft where there's like a single plot or like there's not not even a plot there's like a single goal survive but it gives you a little more than that and it does. people don't notice that I don't think it's too much of a spoiler because you kind of get into it but you end up realizing that there's like alien technology on the yeah. planet and and bigger creatures underwater. Well, I try to warn you of that beforehand. I told I was trying to tell you. It careful. looked like it was dead, and that was scary to me. And if your daughter hadn't made a random ass noise, I would have been able to <laughs> warn you. Hey, it might not be dead. It would. I think it would have been wild because if it was dead, what killed it? I think that's that's that would have been scarier than it being alive. There are scarier things. I know. Well, there's like a whole like giant leviathan in it, yeah. right? Yikes. Yeah. They made like this Minecraft animation a few months ago where they were going underwater and then they turn and then the leviathan from Subnautica just Mm-mm. pops out and Mm-mm. it's like, ah. I'd quit. I'd quit. Mm-mm. Yep. Nope. Honestly, worse than Herobrine. Yes. Let's be real. Obviously. Uh, 100%. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Herobrine was bad. Kids had Terrifying. Nightmares. But. I'd I'd rather face Herobrine than than that Leviathan. Yeah, yeah, it, he's just a really creepy griefer. Yes, let's be honest. Yes. Whereas Leviathan is don't care. Mm-mm. He gonna eat you. Yep. He gonna eat you. Mm-hmm. You swimming in the water. You mm-hmm. look like snack boy. Mm-hmm. He gonna eat you. <laughs> like <laughs> you don't stand a chance. I don't care how many upgrades you got. Mm-mm. I, like mm 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 mm. Mm-mm. The most weapon you got is a knife. You ain't getting no. You you don't get nothing no more. No guns. No nothing. Just, just a just a pocket knife. Just a pocket knife. So you've been playing Subnautica. What else have you been playing? A little bit of Minecraft. Some GTA Five, mm-hmm. obviously. GTA Five, obviously. Obviously. I guess. I mean, it's the only one that's really adapted up to the more. It's recent held consoles. up over the past ten years. Yeah. It doesn't have much of choice. I saw you trying to play um, Injustice. Is that yeah, what it is? Injustice, Injustice 2? Injustice 2. It's it, a fun game. It's, it's a DC-themed, like, Mortal line. Kombat-esque fight game. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. That storyline is wild. I've never really seen, like, a Marvel... I saw... Okay, there is a Marvel one, but it's, like, Capcom. 
Yeah. And it's I don't think it's as good. Uh, I haven't actually cared for most of the Marvel games. Uh-huh. I'm weird. Well, let's be real. Most of the Marvel games haven't really held up to yeah. everything else. DC came out with their uh, Batman Arkham yeah. series. So, so one thing I've noticed, DC's a lot better with their video games while Marvel's a lot better with their movies. Yeah. No, straight up. And the DC is really good with their TV shows. Yes. Um, Mar- although DC Arrowverse. and Marvel are actually really good with their shows. Um, I-, I like their shows equally. For different reasons, but equally. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, the only reason that the DC uh, storylines were good was because of CW. <laughs> yeah. If, if it, if their it animated movies are amazing. Oh, animation. The animated Anything they great. do animated is pretty oh, yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Including the Harley Quinn series. I don't know if you've seen the Harley Quinn series. I haven't series. seen it yet. Dude. Yeah. Okay, the, the really cute chick from Big Bang Theory voices Harley Quinn. Uh, Haley Kyoko or whatever her name nice. is. Um, she makes for a great Harley Quinn. Nice. Um, Penny. That's yeah. the chick from Big Bang Theory. Um, yeah. No, she does She does great. Poison Ivy's in there. Love Poison Ivy. I mean, who doesn't? Um, she She's just the biggest and bestest of bi vibes. It re- yes. She really is. Um, yes. And being an environmentalist on top of that is so fun. Not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, her and Swamp Thing kind of work hand in hand. Could not see that being romantic. I didn't say anything about romantic. I know, I know, but I was, I just, I that's said where they my work brain hand went. in hand. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Ah. <laughs> they do, though. I, I feel like uh, they would get along pretty, pretty well. Yeah, they both have, their both of their powers kind of sprout from the green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is I f- I feel like it's like the either the laziest writing. For <laughs> <laughs> the Swamp Thing show was supposed to be really good, and then they did it. an episode or two, maybe four, and yeah. got canceled. Yeah, so fast. Oh yeah, there's only so much you can do because no one no one knows anything about Swamp Thing. See, but even as a as a young teenager, I knew about Swamp Thing. Yeah, but not, I didn't know um, anything about him. But I knew he existed. Nerds. We're also nerds. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's it's a rough thing to deal with. I mean, Swamp Thing would have been an amazing storyline, mm-hmm. but people just don't want to see anything about Swamp Thing. People don't Mm-mm. know about Swamp Thing. Like, if you give them Superman, Blue Beetle, stuff like that, they'll be happy because that's what they know face value f- up front. A Blue Beetle, I feel like, only got popular because of Young Justice. Well, yeah, because not many people knew about him before Young Justice. Yeah. I lo- I've i always loved Blue Beetle. He's one of my favorite superheroes. Blue Bell? Blue, Bell? Blue, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Ice Cream's amazing. Mm, I want that dream cone. I, I just want those, like, tiny cup packs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, I don't care. My head hurts right now. I would love some ice cream. Yeah. We should get ice cream after. Maybe. After the recording. Maybe. I have some in the freezer. Bad. It's not a maybe anymore. No. It's a reality. Yeah. Just let that, like, sink, like, melted ice cream into your brain. Brain freeze. Brain freeze. But yeah. the best of brain freezes. No. Like, scratches that itch in the back of your brain. No. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like brain freezes. Which one do you prefer, Marvel or DC? Oof. See, it depends on the mood. It depends on the mood. Because if I'm trying to go more reality-based, down-to-earth, like, heart-string 
tugging. I'm gonna Marvel. Go DC. The fuck? The fuck is wrong with you? Marvel has been one of the most realistic. No, MCU has been one of more of the M- realistic. Yeah. I'm not just talking about the MCU. When I talk Marvel. When, when you ask DC versus Marvel, everybody is thinking the movies. And that's not my fault. <laughs> my bad. I'm a purist. I consider everything. The movies, the comics, the shows, everything. Yeah, but not everybody wants to dedicate their time to all of that. And that's their prerogative. <laughs> that is their thing. But as I was saying, if I'm trying to get, if I'm in a dark place and I want to watch something dark, I'm watching DC hands down. Dark, yes. Yes. That shit dark tugs at your heart. Dark does not st- equal realistic. Eh. They, they deal with a lot more, I mean, especially CW, the CW shows, do deal with a lot more realistic uh, problems. I argue that Marvel does too. Yeah. They just don't but, uh, make it as like... It's not as in your face that there's like the, the mundane... I, I don't know about that. Like, yes, we have some really intense Batman stuff. Batman by itself is just intense, especially when I mean, it comes to Joker Bat- yeah. and Bane yeah. and, and some of that stuff. And Ooh. I don't think you can really judge the entire DCU based off of Batman. I'm not... Because Batman, yes, is dark, but you know we had Spider Man, who it was his fault that his uncle got shot, and then he forgave I mean, the guy yeah. who got involved with that. You have people who are permanently physically changed because of their mistakes and the well, heartbreak yeah. that that brings because they can't be with their significant others or their family. Hundred percent. We and have Doctor Doom, who has just gone so has lost so much that he went off and took over an entire island for himself. Yes. And we have Scarlet Witch, who is just heartbroken over the children that she had in her fan- fantasy mind. I'm sorry. Scarlet Witch... Mm. There's so many different storylines, but they always lead to the same thing of Scarlet Witch going psychotic because she made yeah. up some kids. Yeah. Every storyline that it's come to is she every made up some Scarlet kids and Witch, she gets fucked every up. Every Scarlet Witch psychotic like uh, line goes to Psycho Mom. Yes. <laughs> Just yes. But I'm sorry. If if someone was to ask me which one would I prefer, always only watch the movie, Marvel movies or always read the Marvel comics, I'm going comics, bro. Because... As great as those the MCU movies are, and don't get me wrong, they are amazing. I am in the middle of a binge. Those comics are a different breed. They go hard. I mean, there's an entire comic series, Marvel, where Deadpool just kills everyone. Mm-hmm. It's I've, De- I've read it. It's yeah. called Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. Yeah. What the fuck? Including the editors at the end of it. Yeah. And then he does it again. <laughs> yep. Like. Yep. Don't get me wrong. I have nothing against Marvel. I have nothing against either Marvel or DC. Deadpool's but, pretty dark. Deadpool is pretty dark. But if we don't go like which one is darker, I'm going to say DC hmm. by far. Simply because of the amount of times that family dies, the amount of times that like the whole theme of DC is to be darker. It, that, that's just their theme. They hit they hit harder. Ever, I mean, you have people debating, would you rather live in Metropolis or Gotham? 
And people's instinct would say, Metropolis. Duh. And I'm like, sure. I'd rather live in Gotham, though. And I get crazy looks, as you kind of give me that same look right now. Yeah. But the reason why is because I'd rather know that there's a chance that a bomb can go off anywhere around me versus once every five years, half the city getting wiped out. There's a chance of that happening to Gotham, too. Not as light, not as often as Metropolis. Look, man. Nowhere near as often as Metropolis. I'm sorry. I'd rather die instantaneous from a bomb than be tortured by one of Joker's thugs. They don't just go around torturing random people. I'm not saying they're torturing random people. I'm then saying... what are you doing to get tortured? <laughs> I don't know. People get caught in an alleyway and get mugged. Like, I mean, yeah, but I'd rather be mugged every Tuesday than have the chance of being wiped out with half a city once every five years. Nah, man. Metropolis. Look, most of everything that happens to Superman doesn't even happen in Metropolis. I didn't just say Superman. Darkseid just randomly shows up half the time in Metropolis. Uh, like once or twice? No. Yes. No. Everything else takes place on Apocalypse or somewhere else because he's doing something else. That's when the Justice League shows up to Darkseid. Yeah. No. When the dark side, when dark side shows up, he shows up in the damn center of Metropolis every time. Because that's where Superman is at the moment. And so, uh, once every five years, when Dark Side shows up and destroys half the I, city, I don't think he's gonna show up every five years. I mean, it's not exact, but damn near. I'm not trying to be exact here. I'm just saying, like Dark Side, he was. And Dark Side's not the only threat. <laughs> no, he's not. But again, most of everything's not taking place in Metropolis when it comes to yes, all that jazz. I, I get that, but I'm sa- what I'm saying so is I'm, the amount one rent in Gotham's gonna be cheap as hell. No question about it. It's going to be shitty. It's going to be cheap. Your apartments are going to be shit. It's going to be cheap. I don't care. I don't want to sleep with cockroaches and mice and people who are are shooting up drugs into their system all over me. Yeah, but if in Metropolis, honestly, I'm going to say this this would happen in both. You, You might be finishing work. Hopping out, leaving your building, about to get get to your car, so you can, and your car's gone because a superhero or villain decided, hey, that's a good weapon. Yeet! <laughs> They'll have insurance for that. I mean, yeah, you know they have insurance. They for will that. have insurance for that. <laughs> they have to. Like the amount of cars that just go flying. Yeah, it's just too funny. Honestly, and uh, uh, to be to be honest, the worst that's getting torn up mostly is roads and construction. Yeah, at that Not point, buildings. I don't think anyone's going to be... I'm surprised anyone's driving at all. And what do you mean, not buildings? Do you know how many times Superman and any of the flying I ones have been struck? I want to watch the Superman animated series with you and see how many times it takes place in Metropolis, and during those times, how Which many buildings... Superman the animated series. Those, that is, okay, that one. Okay. Because <laughs> we. I've been trying to get you to watch the new one. Yes, that's called something different, but... My Adventures with Superman. Yes. Yeah. I, I would like to watch that too, but, you know, back in the 90s, or, yeah, it was the 90s, they came out with Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series. Yes. And then the early 2000s, they came out with Justice League, who used both those voice actors, mm-hmm. because Kevin Conroy, rest in peace, my good man, um, damn. That hurt. Yep. That hurt. Yep. <sighs> that hurt. He was the best Batman. He was. And I 
I wonder, I want to say that Mark Hamill said something about not being Joker anymore after that. I'm pretty I, sure he never played Joker again. Yeah. Like, how do you do that when you your can't. Batman's not there? You can't. No. You can't. You can't replace Batman. It's like, you, you uh, can't. John DiMaggio, actually, in my opinion, plays a really good he does. Joker. He did he the does. Joker in uh, Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's different. But I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, For reference, John DiMaggio, if you've seen Adventure Time, he plays Jake the dog. Mm -hmm. He also plays Fender in Futurama. And then he also plays the king in Disenchanted. Yeah. So he plays the most unhinged characters. He does. Villain or good. Oh, oh, wait. I got (laughs) to. For those of you who don't watch any of those, you ever seen Kim Possible? Beep, beep, beep. Draco or Draco, whatever his yeah. name is. I mean, the blue he, dude. He literally plays the most unhinged characters. Yeah, she goes, she goes, boss. Like Kim Possible went hard for some reason. It went hard, like and there was no reason for it. And then with the direction that everybody was wanting them to go, which was Kim yes. Possible, Ron Possible, yes, or Ron Stoppable, I should say. Yeah, getting getting together. So I mean, it was the only logical choice. Yeah, but it was good. John DiMaggio is definitely a little unhinged. But you know yeah. what's also unhinged? Do you hear that? Do you hear what? Do you, do you, do you hear the, the, the howling? The, oh. Wow. Oh. Wow. That yeah. was a lot. Wow. That was a lot. Shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Fuck. Welcome to Ryan's Spooky Corner. <laughs> Come into the shadows. We have uh, the witching hour. We go to New Mexico hmm. this time around, so we we hit the we hit the ends. I don't know what comes after New. Oh, I guess Nebraska. No, I already did Nebraska. That comes before New Mexico. What the, else is the, there? New York. New York. New York. Yeah, that would probably be the next one. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen honestly, but uh, this one is interesting. So I'm gonna kind of take you through this story mode. You ready? So just yeah, close your eyes and listeners, you can close your eyes as well. And unless you're driving, don't do that. You're in New Mexico and you are out in the middle of the night with some friends, took a truck out in the middle of whatever desert you happen to be in New Mexico. And you decide, Hey, it's time to go home. It's getting really late. It's probably like three in the morning. And one of your friends, this dude, um, y'all are probably teenagers, right? Drops something um, past a um, crossroads. So he goes back over the crossroad and he's kicking the sand. He can't find his keys anywhere. And you look over and you're like, okay, he's fine. And you kind of lean up against the truck. You're looking at the sky. It's beautiful. There's stars out. And you look back over and he's just standing. His arms are at his side. He's not moving. You call out to him. He's not responding. And then you notice his hands are shaking. So you walk over, you're like, hey man, you good? And that's when you notice that he is, that he has tears coming down his cheeks, but he can't move. And you look over at where he's staring and there's just this black mass, almost as if you were being blinded because of the light just being, any kind of light from the, from the stars or, or street land just being sucked into it, that you almost feel like you're going blind and then your friend takes a step forward and cries more and you you can tell that he's scared but he can't do anything and he takes another step forward and another step forward and you scream at him to stop and then the black mass lurches at him and you take off and you run 
because he's gone. You're taken in by the authorities the next day and they find the body and there's no burnings, there's no nothing, but he is dead from what they can only tell is asphyxiation. He simply did not take another breath. And you walk out of the police station because there's nothing that anybody could do about the situation. You can't be tied to it. You were just out there. And this older lady pulls you aside in in like a gray, almost like coat with a hood or whatever. And she says, what time was it? You can't be sure. You don't know. And she she looks at you and she shakes her head. And she whispers, la mala hora, the evil hour. And so that is that is what today's spooky corner is is la, is uh, la mala hora, which uh, again translates to the evil hour or the witching hour. And this I believe goes back all the way to the 1970s, possibly possibly earlier than that. But essentially, what it is is around three o'clock, and from the story that I read, around three o'clock or after midnight, that is when spirits are most active. And I guess in this part of New Mexico, that is where this spirit was trying to be very malevolent. There was another story of this lady who was in a vehicle and she saw this old haggard woman and she just drove past her. But then she, you know, because she just ignored her, all of a sudden this lady takes off and she is, she has her windows down in the car, I guess. But this lady is like, driving all or running all the way to the side of the car and strikes her a couple of times and they finally get away but then the next day police pop up into her driveway and say hey your husband's dead he got mugged Damn. got shot in the head so it's between where malevolent spirits are most active but also bad omens that i guess when ignored bad things can happen yeah but of course, if you don't ignore them, you might die. <laughs> so it's a bit of a catch twenty two. So you're like, hey, if if I approach this, I'm gonna die. But if I don't approach this, uh, someone's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 very interesting. Um, the Malahora. Just don't be don't be out past midnight, guys, in New Mexico. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just. Don't do spooky shit. I like to do the spooky shit, though. I'm the guy that will go out at New Mexico in at, like, 3 in the morning. And I'm the guy that will make sure that I stay at the hotel room with the door locked and a shotgun. You're not going to come with me make sure I don't die? I would have already warned you not to go, so... <laughs> you wouldn't have even gone with me to New Mexico. You're right. <laughs> Richard said he's got to go with me to make sure that the stupid stuff that I do doesn't kill me. And what's the difference between the two of us? <laughs> you can't keep making that joke. I will, because I know I'm right. <laughs> oh, man. What's your opinion on spirits and stuff? I mean, I don't want to touch them. I don't want to deal with them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not very much... Like, I'm not going to say they don't exist, and I'm not going to say they do exist. All I'm going to say is... I don't want to deal with them. They need to move on. Because, yeah, I don't... As I said last on last week's episode, I'm very much of a believer in spirits and, yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I... Man, you just don't fuck with that. Yeah, I've watched enough Supernatural. Yeah, I saw Paranormal Activity. 
No. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. No. You saw the first one? Yep. Bro, that shit was... No. The horror film is really good. Yes. The concept was terrifying. No. It was just big yikes. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. They made the mistake of getting a Ouija board. They made the mistake of making it too realistic. They did make it pretty, <laughs> from what I could tell, realistic. I, I just, mm-mm, nope. You don't fuck with that shit. No. You just don't. Like the you amount don't of times, touch that shit. The amount of times I know people and they try to come out here talking about, let's 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 play with a Ouija board. And I say, ha no. No, burn that shit. No. Just, uh-uh. Just don't, don't, don't. Okay, but what do you do if you move into a house? Because th- this is the TikTok move that we out. talked about. <laughs> I'm not even going to let you finish that. Move out. That's it. That's it. That's all. Move out. Burn the entire house. It's good. You're not going to like... Nope. How are you just going to move out, move though? Out. What if you can't move anywhere else? I'll figure it out. <laughs> I feel like my first step would be to, like, burn it. Or at least get a priest out there. You want a, a, a just a random-ass priest to die? I don't know about him dying. What are you looking up? The best way to get rid of a Ouija board? No, what happens when you burn a Ouija board? What happens when you burn a Ouija You think Google is going to tell you exactly what happens when a Ouija board gets burnt? With the amount of people who are stupid out there, yes. Do not burn a Ouija board under, under any circumstance. You're the one that's going to get us all killed. This is why I die first. This is why we all, all die. Because you don't tell us what's going to happen. You just do it. And then we all die. Thanks for listening to our show. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, kid. Yeah. Um, all love. All love. Go check out all of our uh, links in the description below of the episode. Uh, our, we got our Patreon. We've got our email. Talk to the nerd at gmail.com. That is talk the number two, the nerd at gmail.com. You can send us your questions, queries, comments of concern, accusations of treason, all of those things. Um, and uh, yeah, all those good things. Uh, yeah. Again, Richard's sick. We're not sure how long he's going to be sick. So our goal is to let him feel better. Yeah. I don't know if he's streaming while he's sick, but you should go check out his Twitch, uh, Jacob the Swift One at uh, at Twitch. Uh, he does a lot of streams. He's an incredible streamer. He's got a great community, great moderators, all that jazz. Um, if you go there, I guarantee you will have a fun time. He always responds to people who throw texts in the chat, so you can go bug him. He's got fun little like rewards if you've been watching him long enough. You make him drink some water in the middle of the the stream. It's great. Tell him that kid says hi. Yeah. Tell Just him. keep spamming that. Yep. Hi. Kid says 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 hi. But yeah, that's our show. And as always, well, I guess not as always. As for now. As for now, my name is Ryan Hall. And my name is Kid. And this is Talk to the Nerd. <laughs> Richard does this part. I'm not okay. <laughs> Richard does this part. Richard, feel better and come back. Come back. Come back. Come, it, talk. Richard, come back. <laughs> Richard, come back. Please. Please. Come back next time and you too can talk to the nerd. Bye, guys. Bye.
Barboo. Barboo.